everyone. Welcome to Trust the Trail. We are your outdoor guides, Ariane Petrucci and Scott James. This is episode 177, Let's Catch Up. On this episode, we catch you all up to what we've been doing these past two months, including trail reports, campfire hijinks, behind-the-scene details, and a look at what's to come. Get talking about this topic, just join in the discussion on our Facebook group page. Go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Trust the Trail podcast and start the conversation. Come hang out with us and be part of our community. It's been a while since we've been doing this, but we are coming to you live from Camp Verde, Arizona, which is right off of Highway 17, about maybe 45 miles south of Flagstaff. And we know from traveling around the country so far, especially where we are right now, because we are at the Camp Verde RV Resort. And yes, I do say resort very kindly. After spending almost a month in the desert, we 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 need a place to record our podcast. And so a lot of times we use the dirt, the dirt.com. The dirt is a top camping search platform in the United States with over a million user submitted locations, reviews, and tips. That's how we found this place. The platform is free to use on the web, iOS or Android. They've got a great app, gives you a lot of functionality, and they have a paid pro version. Now, if you get the paid pro version, you get a lot of stuff. You get a lot more kind of like uh, perks with that, and it pays for itself right away because with the pro version, you get up to 30% off of camping gear. You get 10% off your stay, depending on what campground you stay at or RV park, whatever. But it's a great traveling app. If you don't use the dirt and you're traveling, you got to use the dirt. It has saved our butts uh, so far uh, huge. And if it wasn't for them, we would not have found the Camp Verde RV Resort, which we absolutely love. It's $35.99 a year. So you can see how it pays for itself right away. All you need to do is go to trustthetrailpodcast.com, click on the banner around the front page, and you get exclusive deals for our listeners. It's right on the it's right on the front page, so you, you can't miss it. And by the way, thank you guys so much for using the backpackerstore.com. The power is in the search. I've been looking at stats lately. A lot of you people are Christmas shopping. I like it. You're looking for good gear deals. That's what the Backpacker Store is all about. That's why we built it for you, for our listeners, for our subscribers. You have everything on there. Moose Jaw Camp Saver, Eastern Mountain Sports, Enlightened Gear, Hyperlite, MSR. They're all on the BackpackerStore.com. All you have to do is search for your favorite gear item and then compare prices and see who ships the fastest. And sometimes there's a lot of shipping deals on there too. If you spend like $50 or more, you get free shipping. So go check that out, the Backpackers. I think you have a few more days before you can squeeze in for Christmas, but better hurry um, because, you know, you, you know, 2020, what can I say? You may not get it until 2022. So make sure you make sure you order the gear quickly so you can at least have a better than average chance of getting it this year. Um, but that the backpackerstore.com, that is completely for you. Way to sell it, Jans. Way to sell it. <laughs> oh my goodness. So you guys have been a rock in support 
You have no idea what all your kind words through all the different avenues have allowed us to have a little less guilt in taking a vacation for ourselves. Yeah, I think uh, there's a time when um, you are just so filled with dirt, dust, and grime. It's in every, um, well, it's just in about every orifice and crack your body can handle. And that's just us. That's not even including the Airstream. That's not including Dino and Caledonia. Um, and I think there was a minute where we just needed to get our our feet wet and figure out how we are managing our lifestyle now and what's that going to take and how we're going to do it. Um, and, you know, what what benefits us when and how and when do we, you know, when do we, um, I guess, when do we seek sanctuary? Yeah. And when can we uh, live out in the desert? Uh, we have had the tale of two stories so far, and it's only been four months. We've had the desert heat. We've had a desert winter storm. Uh, we've had it, you know, down to 18 degrees. We've had a high of 85. So, and this is just the fall. We've seen every kind of wildlife you can imagine come up to the Airstream, including wildlife that we didn't think existed that could actually get next to our Airstream. Uh, and it's been... It's been great, but I think we needed a. I think we needed a break because we were we were kind of getting overwhelmed there for a minute. I we hit our four month anniversary on the road just a few days ago, and in in the first two months alone, like you said, we were so overwhelmed by things. It was a brand new lifestyle. No matter how much we prepared for it, we thought we would educate ourselves in the. It's just like backpacking. You don't know what you're doing until you really get out there. You can read everything. You can learn from everybody. But until you get out there and you do it for yourself, you're not going to really understand the lifestyle or the lessons you need to learn. And so for us, brand new lifestyle, trying to juggle not only that, our personal lifestyles, bringing you great content, which is most important to us rather than just general content. And... It, it had a learning curve on itself and we needed a breather. So to you guys for all the support and all the kind words and the patience and almost nearly two months without brand new content, we thank you so much for offering us that reprieve, that time to breathe and, and exactly what we needed to get back to it and put Trust the Trail podcast back up. Well, I think, you know, the one thing that... Um backpacking and RVing actually do have in common. Um, one, you're always looking for a place to dump your poop and you're always looking for fresh water. So <laughs> um, that, that um, I definitely see in common. And I think the, the for the most part is that, yeah, I mean, we would completely be lying to you if we said that, Oh, it's a breeze to live on the road. I mean, live full time on the road. Um, it's not, but it wasn't a breeze to hike the Appalachian Trail either. And I think there's a lot of similarities in being uncomfortable, not knowing, being a little, being a little afraid, um, but being vulnerable. Being vulnerable, absolutely. And I think, you know, um, there, there, there are a lot of similarities, and I think they're both different kinds of adventures for sure. Um, you know, but 
even when I know Ariane, when she hiked the AT, when I hiked the AT, and in a long distance, you know, because it's a marathon, it's not a race, right? Um, there were, there's been times where you know what, you just got to take a day off, and and clean your gear. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and in our case, our gear is 28 feet long. <laughs> and, um, you know, when, uh, you know, when you're in the desert for, for well, we were in the desert for three weeks. Uh, I mean, it just, uh, uh, there was dust upon dust. There was dust. I didn't even think dust could get into places where we had to clean the dust off. And it just became overwhelming. I'm like, you know what? We need to kind of like just clean our gear, take a break kind of rebound and 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 see where things are going and and just kind of like regroup a little bit and that's what we did so uh, very much appreciate all the emails um just just like saying hey man we're here come back you know and, and that and even our, in our facebook group uh that was probably uh that was really nice we thank you so so much for all the comments about just you know, hang in there, come back, we're here for you. And uh, it was uh, it was very touching. So thank you. Thank you very much for that. So in that time, we had quite a significant amount of events and uh, trips and just hiking opportunities. Uh, we were based in the desert in Sedona. Um, we had two big things occur. And we kind of wanted to just reround on those and let you know a little bit about the Sycamore Wilderness Canyon adventure trip that we that we put together, and then of course our meet and greet. Yeah, not to mention um, we had a ranger come in to our <laughs> camp, and Ariane got to sit with Ranger Mike for two hours. Um, not 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 too many chances do you get a ranger that comes into your camp and says, uh, "What are you guys doing here?" Uh, we're camping. Okay, good. Can I talk to you for two hours? <laughs> um, so we uh, Ariane was able to. Uh, talked to him and he we I mean she learned a ton of stuff perhaps an episode altogether perhaps an episode altogether national forest you know you guys think they sleep all the time they're not sleeping they're pretty active <laughs> and um, you know they're uh, they're on the uh, everyone's hijinks and um, uh, pretty uh, pretty eye-opening experience when you know, you're you're boondocking in a place where they where they allow dispersed camping, but there's so many other things going on that you don't know about, and that was a really eye-opening experience for us. Uh, talk being able to talk to a ranger and finding out, like, yeah, they're re- trying to populate the elk population in this part of the desert. You're like what oh what and then you know like things that they're doing and technology that they're trying to use and it was really really cool so we'll uh be able, we'll definitely talk about that um at a later date and share that with you um but i think the the coolest part was you know everybody coming out and meeting us in a desolate <laughs> in a desolate desert um just sandy full of sand area and we just had we just had a blast um so i I guess the first thing first is that the last podcast you heard was becky and i doing the sycamore wilderness canyon and we did that live and we're trying to give get you trail reports on 
you know, what that was like and um, how that was hiking and, and um, you know, how to get a feel for that. But one of the other things that you guys don't know behind the scenes was that Ariane cached water for us. And if you listen to that podcast, we get to the water. But I think it's important to hear her story on how hard that was and how important that was. And we just wrote a blog post um, a few weeks ago or last week on how to cache water, why to cache water, and are there rules in different wilderness areas about caching water. That's That post right now is on trustthetrailpodcast.com, so I would encourage you to go read that post. But if you want to hear a live witness testimonial on just how hard it is to cash water when you know two people are depending on it, um, it, it I, Ariane should get a medal for what she did. <laughs> uh, if there was like a backpacking medal out there for valor and honor, she would get it because, uh, you know, uh, I don't I don't want to say this too lightly. We're having fun now, but. Yeah, she saved our asses. <laughs> She's she saved our arses, and um, yeah. So tell us a little bit about what that was like, and um, you know, um, the good, the bad, and the ugly about how many gallons of water did you carry? <laughs> so well, okay. Any hiking opportunity that I have to get out there and be remote and just do what I love to do. I'm going to jump at it. But this particular hike definitely had an enormous amount of added pressure for sure. And I felt it throughout the entire thing. I, I felt it in the preparation. I felt it weighing on me throughout the hike. I thought continuously about what would happen if I didn't get to the water caching site that we had agreed upon. Um, it and weighs why, heavily in your mind. Why would whole... you, why would you ever think that it's only a grueling uphill <laughs> through a dry Creek all the way up to on top of a Mesa with trail markers that are almost non-existent? Why would you ever think why? you were never going to get there? So it was not my first time doing this trail. So I had done it before. It's actually the Packard Mesa trail, uh, in the Sycamore Wilderness Canyon number 66. And it leads to the intersection of the Sycamore Basin Trail. In total, it was a 13-mile hike with the added of the caching water up a hill when I'm already exhausted. But uh, in total, it was a 13-mile hike uh, in, in all. And 13 miles, while 13 miles are just 13 miles, the elevation gain and loss that comes with this trail, the exposure, the... The non-existent Karens, the non-existent trail, the multiple trails intersecting in and out of it. Um, while I was familiar with it, it does definitely bring an element of, you know, this. you're having to be ex extremely hyper aware of your surroundings, where you are at all times. And of course, the added pressure of the over 33 pounds in water weight alone. <laughs> 33 pounds in water weight, which is pretty significant. In, prepar in preparing for this hike, I had to think so differently about how I was going to hike 13 miles for a day, for a day hike, because I had to not only bring a significant amount of water for both you and Becky, but I also had to make sure that I was also hydrated 
myself so that I could do 13 miles in desert, strenuous, strenuous desert hiking. And so I had to really think differently about how I packed. Um, I used a different pack than I normally would. I layered the bottom of pack actually with uh, a brace to be able to carry that water load because when you pack your bag, you don't have that much weight sitting on the bottom of your bag. So all these things I, 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 you know, I had to think about, I had to think very, very selectively about my food. It became so important that the, the limited amount of food that I did take was filled with electrolytes and energy. And so I had to really think and prepare differently for that. And of course, I put one hydration tab per liter of the three liters I allowed myself for the hike. I didn't want to carry any more water weight. And I figured three liters was doable. So, you know, there was there was a lot of preparing for it. But it was a lovely, lovely hike. I loved doing it again. It definitely had a different feel to it. But my favorite thing was how desolate and alone I was out there. Even though I knew you guys were deep in the canyon and you were only a few miles away as the crow flies, there was not another soul around. There was no footprints. I was the only set of footprints out on that trail until you guys passed the next day. And to to have that feeling of of isolation and remoteness was just, it just, it, it was the most thrilling part of, you know, of of a journey that not only was strenuous, but extremely important. (laughs) Yeah. Plus you had the added, um, yeah, the added hope of, uh, something goes wrong. You have like six gallons of water to live on. Oh, I was fine with water. <laughs> you, I was good. You were fine with water. Probably like, the most well-suited individual out there with water. If I go down, I got like two days worth I'm of good. water. I'm good. Becky and Scott are dead, but uh, <laughs> I'm fine. And But the funny thing about that is that we followed, because there's nobody out there, we were able to follow your, your footprints back. Mistake to, number one. Well... <laughs> I think Ariane did some dancing on the trail. We're not really sure. Or she had gotten like sun delirious and just walking around in circles. I'm like, where is she? What is she doing here? I think she's dancing right here. Um, but uh, that was kind of the cool thing about how you cached and where you cached was that, you know, um, the the section that we came out in, and I recorded this live on the podcast uh, last episode was that, um, you know, it gets really confusing in that area. Yeah, and, yeah, it does. Um, I was able to, and uh, and it was kind of funny. I knew what your, I mean, I know your boots. I I know your footprint, right? Um, and Becky goes, "Oh, these are Ariane's footprints," and I'm like, "How do you know?" <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, wait, I don't know if they're." I go, "No, they are." <laughs> and so, um, but you know, that is not. I mean, and the thing is, is that it's not a trail. I, I mean, I can't emphasize it enough. Yeah, it's it's a trail, it, but but it's it's loose rock, and you're literally climbing up a dry creek bed like tributary that it's really kind of like a just a, a landslide of rocks that you have to climb all the way up on the mesa. Right, so right. It's and that and that's your most exposed part. So how how long? What time did you leave? And what time did you get back? to the car well so it was approximately about 
it was just shy of a two hour drive to get to you. And the majority of that, I would say 85% of that is on not only a dirt road, but a very uh, rutted There's no such thing as dirt out here. It's just... very rocky road. It's just... There's a lot of divots. It's just sand. (laughs) Dirt. And sand. I would have loved to have seen some dirt, (laughs) but it's just all sand. So, I mean, the trek to and from obviously, you know, had... I left at 6 a.m. and I didn't get back until close to 6.30. So it was a very, very, very long day. Um, I was hiking for the most part about just over a mile per hour. Um, it slowing down significantly on the uphill. I mean, uh, you know, the Packard Mesa trail goes straight up. I mean, you're, you're on it for like two seconds until it like goes straight up and you are scaling loose rock and thin trail all the way up to the Mesa. And it's exhausting, especially with that much water weight. Um, you know, you can't pack water weight the same that you can a backpack if you're backpacking. You can't distribute your water exactly where you need it to sit to be able to make it feel, you know, more comfortable. It's oh, no, just it's it's like straight up water. You no, know, it's like putting weights in your backpack. <laughs> it really is. So, so how much? So it was it, a little tiring from the get go, but it was energizing too. also kind of knowing I had a role to play in your safety. And And how much? You know, I guess what you're not talking about is that not only did you have to carry water for us. Oh, and by the way, you I, need to carry water for you. Well, I and I and I talked about that. I I only allowed myself three liters of water, um, knowing that I was coming back to a source where I packed the car with Gatorade. You know, after the trip, um, I knew I was headed back to safety. Um, so I allow myself three three liters of water only for a very extensively long day. But it's thirteen miles, three liters of water. How much water did you have left when you got back to your car? Not any. Yeah, <laughs> I, so I didn't even have a drop so left. So that's a gamble. Yeah, you know, yeah. you're taking a huge gamble. On can I get there? Cash water. Drink my water. Do I have enough energy to sustain the that's hike? That's right. And in those, not only in those conditions. Um, the, you know, the desert climate, the, the dryness, the heat, the bearing down sun on you all day. Uh, yeah, it it was, it was a chance, but it was either that or more water weight, which would have reduced my energy even further. And I, and I think sometimes you do take gambles knowing your, what your abilities are and what you've set yourself up for. Now, I mean, if I had to, I would have just started going into your water. (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) And the truth comes out. <laughs> no, I wasn't going to. It was it was all in the food and the and the electrolyte tabs that I had prepared in uh, that that sustained me. And I think just too just the general like responsibility gave me energy that my body didn't necessarily have to sustain. I was exhausted that night, but it was it was so much fun. My favorite part about the whole water cache outside of being the only soul out there was when you guys got off the trail. The very first thing Becky said when I saw her and I'm, I'm like ready to give her a big bear hug. Congratulations. If I had balloons and champagne, I would have brought it too. First thing she said is, 
oh my God, I cannot believe you did that with all that water. And I'm like, this hike's about you. Like what's, I just, it floored me to hear her say that. And that's probably what was going through her head on the way down the whole time is holy bejesus. <laughs> well, and I think that's kind of like a behind the scenes uh, gig when you, um, you know, when you go through a guide service, especially, you know, in the places that we go. Um, and you have water cached for you, um, you know, think about the guy that had a hike all that way with all that water and sometimes food to make sure that, you know, everybody is, is safe. And that's the number one thing that, you know, that we look at, you know, whenever we do these, these routes is that, you know, is it safe? Is it possible and what's the best way to do it? And we'll be in this exact same situation in Joshua Tree. Exactly. I mean, that'll be a water caching gig. Ariane will, will not have to <laughs> climb the desert equivalent to Everest <laughs> to do that. But it's still, um, you know, it's still a caching uh, water situation. That's, that's one of the things that when you're out here in the desert, um, um, out in the southwest... That is a primary thing that you're going to have to plan is how to get water, who's going to cache it, where's it going to be cached, how are you going to find it. And uh, again, that blog post uh, we, you know, we wrote is specific on how you can use your smartphone um, to its advantage to cache water and be able to find it again once you've buried it <laughs> or hit it. Now, in this case, we had a very special uh, spot that Ariane and I had shared before I knew exactly where the water was, the water was there. Um, but in Ariane true fashion, Ariane cannot do anything without leaving a post-it note or a note. I mean, I, if I had a dollar for every post-it note I found in the airstream, <laughs> I have an addiction. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's an addiction. All right. <laughs> um, but there's post-it notes everywhere, and most of the time I can't read her writing right so like i look at a post-it note or she'll give me a list to get at the grocery store and i'm like uh, okay i have no idea what this says and i tr <laughs> try to decipher it but this time in true fashion true ariane fashion we get up to the hill we, we find the water and ariane wrote a like a love note on the water she's like hey hope you guys are okay i'm good you know blah 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 and she's like i love you and i'm like only Ariane would post a note, a water cache. In all fairness, it, it wasn't was that. There great. was no post-it note. <laughs> no, but it was it was marker on the water body. Like I'm like I told Becky, I go, oh my god, Ariane just post noted the wa our water cache. <laughs> you wrote one for me and one for Becky. It was really oh, and then the uh, and then you left the um, electro yeah the high, and you left lemon lime which yeah. oh, I'd never had lemon lime before. And it was just like best flavor out there. Oh my God. It was like a party in my mouth, man. <laughs> it was like beautiful, beautiful thing. It was awesome. Well, if you listen to the latest episode, uh, 176, you can hear in your voice how parched you guys are throughout the entire. Yeah, you, know, I did. you can hear my voice it's, getting drier. It's and amazing. Drier so of drier. course, of course, it was a party in your mouth. It was hydration and electrolytes, exactly what you guys needed at that point. Well, so that happened, and it was amazing to hear uh, your side of things. And uh, you know, this last episode was amazing, and I enjoyed it thoroughly. Uh, being an outsider. 
to my own podcast, which was really, really exciting. Um, but then we also followed the Sycamore Canyon Adventure Trip up with a meet and greet. Yeah, the meet and greet was just... Uh, it, Spectacular it was, oh, in every way. Oh my God, it was amazing. Um, we were out there uh, for, I think, four nights, five days, I think it ended up being, Something maybe. Something like that. And, that was um, a while back ago. You know, um, uh, Jordan came, who we love so much. She came out to the Badlands, and um, we took Jordan out uh, on a backpacking trip into the Badlands. But this time, she brought her significant other, and... He had never gone backpacking before, and um, we you know, love it. We love Mark. We love Mark. Mark was Mark. Mark was like, "Oh my God, who are you people?" And, and what? Why are you? What guys are you have, making me do? Yeah, what are you making me do? And but he loved it. He had a great time, and he went on his first backpacking trip in the desert in search for water, and he found it. Turn right at the second roundabout. Although he did bring a mallet hammer for his tent we didn't we did not give him a weight penalty for that he got there he goes you know i could have used these rocks like yep you could have but he he brought a mallet hammer but he had he had so he had like a he had the best smile on his face he had a great time at the roundabout take your first right Scott's giving me a look right now, wondering what the heck, uh, especially for you, Mark, uh, from the time that you spent to us in Sedona. I um, hope you got a good giggle out of that one. So, um, <laughs> yeah, Ariane's gone on to a whole different podcast. Um, I've, I have no idea where she's going with that one. But, but, but anyway, Mark had to go backpacking for the first time. Jordan, they, they, Jordan is continuing to blossom and do her own thing. But you guys went did the Parsons Trails were like about four miles until yeah. you get out of the the uh, designated wilderness area. Yeah, yeah. And the, you guys camped right, right along a spring. Yeah, it I comes mean, right out of the ground. That trip was so much fun. It was just a quick overnight trip. Um, with all of our meet and greets, we try and partner it with, you know, a backpacking adventure of sorts, uh, kind of keeping our theme, but also to kind of show somebody a little something raw of the area that we're doing the meet and greets in. Kind of, you know, come come and look at this beautiful desert, but see it in a really different way um, and experience it, like truly immerse yourself in it. And the Parsons Spring Trail is such an insanely underrated, beautiful, it is pretty popular and it is in the sycamore wilderness canyon but it is it is a traveled trail that leads you through some of the most beautiful scenery right along a natural spring um and probably the most exciting part of that trail was going all the way to where the spring comes out the source of the spring and it was just it was fun to get to go find it you know it's almost like where does the rainbow end kind of thing? You know, where does it start? And that was kind of what we went out seeking. And it was amazing to not only get to taste the spring right right from its like natural source, but feeling it bubble, uh, you know, underground. And it just would throw up these pebbles in your hand. It was, it was amazing. And we'll post a video of that uh, to our... Uh, Instagram page so stay tuned for that and you know definitely interact with that because it's it's amazing what you get to see out on the Parsons Trail but it was 
such a quick, short adventure, but packed full with so much intensity. Um, many of us uh, jumped into the freezing, frigid waters of the natural spring itself into a deep pool. Um, that was exciting, thrilling, and very cold. So you guys also had, and may have heard, Bigfoot. <laughs> splashing and taking a bath at night yet again not confirmed bigfoot sighting <laughs> it no. was not it was just a uh it was so they they heard something splash in the water late at night and jill was like what the heck is that in the water at 2 a.m <laughs> <laughs> we think it was elk but i'm gonna say it was bigfoot just taking a simple bath. <laughs> taking a bath at two a.m. Well, I mean, you know, when when is when when can he take a bath? Right. You know, he can't take it like during normal hours. You know, he just went in the you know Parson Spring and and got cleaned up a little bit. You know, yeah, Bigfoot takes a bath. Yeah, yeah, he does. And so I'm gonna say definitely filter all your water that comes from that source. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to filter your water, I guess. You want to filter your water that. downstream from where Bigfoot's been. But they heard a they heard a mysterious splash, and uh, but it, you know, it, look at it was a great time. I mean, the photographs and uh, you know just hearing everybody's stories and going out to see where. You know, the Parsons Spring starts and it, it's it's really spectacular because when you walk past the Parsons Springs uh, or the spring, you're in a dry canyon. It, it's dry. Um, and so it, it, it is almost almost like, you know, you kind of straddle the spring. One part's dry. The other part, you see water bubbling up out of the ground. And then, you know, you walk two two miles um, down the trail and it's it's a full fledged creek. You yeah. want a lot of water, um, and Becky and I crossed it coming down. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know we it was out to your knees, and so it, it's an amazing, amazing experience to be in the desert. Not to mention that uh, when you guys went down there, it was peak fall colors. The aspen and the sycamore were peak fall colors, so you had yellows and reds, and we could see that when we came down from the Packard Mesa Trail, you could see Parsons Spring because you just had see all, all of a sudden the the canyon just came alive with color. Yeah, and you guys got to go down in it. Yeah, it's absolutely beautiful, a true oasis in the desert. So. To all of you who came out and joined us, just thank you so much. It was such an, a spectacular time with you guys, and it's it's like a it's like a mini family meeting in the desert. And and um, gosh, we love our meet and greets, and we we definitely are looking for more to come. So shoot us ideas on where you want the next one held, and we'll see if we can can be there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. We're we're plotting and planning. Uh, maybe in February. You know, uh, we'll have another meet and greet, um, but let us know if you have any ideas of where you guys, we're going to be out in the Southwest um, and, uh, you know, we'll see what happens in 2021. <laughs> God help us. And um, yeah, so we're going to do that. So the other thing too, is that along with the meet and greet, when, you know, we start wrapping things up, we met like a whole nother group of people that stayed and while we were having laughs, I mean, we were laughing hard, right? Another couple that were camping nearby us came over to our camp and asked, um, 
why can we come and sit next to the campfire with you guys? You guys seem to be having a great time. Well, that couple, Ariane and I have become really good friends with. <laughs> and they came out to uh, Camp Verde Ranch RV Resort. And we've we've gotten to know them so well. And so thank you, Trust the Trail podcast listeners. Um, we not only had so much fun with you guys, but we met strangers in the desert that are now um, really good friends. So it was just an amazing time. And I just can't say enough about... You know how much we all bonded and laughed and had a great time and we cooked and you know um you know we ended up having a great thanksgiving dinner we all had a huge potluck with all the other campers that were camping next to us in the desert by the way this is all in the desert there's nothing there's it's just everyone's boondocking and uh, we all managed to uh, put a really great thanksgiving dinner together and we just had a blast and um Amy, who's a podcast listener who we love very much, uh, she stayed and she was able to celebrate Thanksgiving with us. And it was just, it was just, uh, I mean, it was just such such a great time, such a great time. So you guys, thank you so much uh, for coming out. Um, we, we're going to continue to do this as long as we can. Uh, we've got some changes coming up for the new year, uh, for sure, um, that you guys hear a little bit more about um as as the as 2021 um you know kind of gets gets going and we say goodbye to 2020 um and uh yeah things you know things are gonna change a little bit but we we love you guys and we just can't thank you enough for coming out and um you know spending you know spending some time with us in the desert it was just a lot a lot of fun um we've got the Joshua Tree uh, gig going, and so that's uh, that's been kind of like another uh, thing where things are changing on the fly, uh, but we're going and we're gonna do it. And um, uh, I th- Tom is gonna go, and he went on our trip with I Royale. And if anybody knows how we can call an audible, <laughs> it's Tom. We put him in a seaplane when he went to I Royale. So uh, that is a go. Um, I don't care what California says. Uh, we talk to the people that we know we need to talk about, and that trip is a go. So we're doing Joshua Trip. We're Joshua Tree National Forest. And then with really, two spots left, with two actually. Spots left. So yeah, that's, if that's it works for blocked. you to come, yep, look the, at it. Yep. And uh, the Grand Canyon trip, that is a green light. That is a go. Uh, we're going to be talking to the Rangers this next week about the Grand Canyon trip. And uh, so we've got Zion. We've got Coyote Gulch we're going to do. Uh, we're going to make our way through and skirt Utah a little bit more. You know what we should do? Ariane, you know what we should do our next meet and greet? Behind the scenes of Valley Trust the Trail. of the God. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Mm. You guys don't want to look at that stuff. That's just way too beautiful. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's, that's a good one. That should. Yeah, that would one. be a really good one. Because, you know, that camp, that National Forest Campground is not that far. We could do a rafting trip down there, too. You know, up by Bluff. You know, where we... Oh, it's uh, such an incredible it's, area It's a beautiful over there. area. Yeah. So we could do that. Um, so we'll have to look at that. But... Yeah, I mean we we're we're gonna rock and roll in 2021, you guys, and uh, we really appreciate everybody giving us a little bit of a break. We know we're gonna lose some listeners because you know we we took a you know like a whole month off, 
But, uh, you know, we don't have seasons on this podcast. We don't have season one, season two, season three, like other podcasts. We, we go every week. We, you know, we put that content out every week. We're going to continue to do so, um, you know, um, as much as, as we can. And uh, there probably is going to be some changes in 2021, but we're, we don't do seasons. We just do. That's kind of how we roll. <laughs> and so uh, stay tuned. Uh, we're going to have a little bit more interviews, I think, coming up. Uh, we've got a great interview coming up uh, for our next podcast. So we hope you guys uh, come come join and, and listen. And we really appreciate you guys uh, appreciate you guys listening. So, you guys, thank you so much for listening and um, just being a part of our, our family. Really, really appreciate that. Uh, if you'd like, if you enjoy this podcast, I'd like to show some love, go to trustthetrailpodcast.com and click on our merch link. We just put together a whole brand new Embrace the Suck hoodie line. Um, go for it. Uh, we really worked hard on trying to make the colors and the, 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 the hoodie colors match and go together. So go ahead and check that out. Uh, those are actually on sale right now. So you can go to our trusttrailpodcast.com, click on merch, partnered with Teespring, and have created some, like the Trust the Trail podcast store for your wearing enjoyment. <laughs> Nothing says embrace the suck than drinking a cup of coffee in the morning that says embrace the suck. It's cheaper than therapy. So go ahead and uh, check on that. Shout out to our lovely and amazing Facebook members. We really appreciate you guys. Uh, thank you for all the lovely comments. And of course, our patrons. If it wasn't for our patrons, I don't know if we could keep the podcast going. So we really appreciate your support. Uh, Kim Caverman, Brother Bear, Jill Lang, EJ Newell, Becky Wenger, Helene Prophet, Ted Jones, Bob Esser, Kathy Kennison, Jeff Nyman, Danny Bowen, Jack Masters, Amy Tappendorf, Lisa Pruitt, Mike Pellet, Brad Wolf, Suzanne Johnson, Gary Busia, John Phillips, Shirley Nutt, Rick Hornick, Jessica Wolfen, Ethan Corona, and Jordan. Jordan, we had a blast with you in the desert. Thank you so much for coming. Our newest patrons, Susan Adams, Suzanne Adams, and Jill Ryder. You guys, thank you so much for your support. If you guys don't know what Patreon is, it's, Patreon's a secure website. It's a secure platform that lets you support your favorite content creators, podcasts, musicians, video creators. All you need to do is create an account, go to Trust the Trail Podcast, and as little as $2 a month, get your podcast free, get it early before everybody else and get special benefits for exclusive content. Remember all of my podcast, uh, all my gear podcasts are also on Patreon also. So if you want to listen to all the, the gear talk podcasts, they're all on Patreon. Our podcasts, podcasts are available on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, and all the big ones and all of your favorite podcasters. If we're not on one that you listen to, let us know. We'll get we'll get on it for you. You can also follow us on Instagram, Trust the Trail, and our Trust the Trail Facebook page. Remember, when Ariana's hiking uphill, cashing water, <laughs> uphill, 30 gallons, to save our butts. It was not 30 <laughs> gallons. It was 33 pounds. 33 pounds. To clarify. <laughs>
<laughs> Remember, when you're doing that to save other hikers' butt, the trail does give you everything you need. So trust the trail. Bye, Bye you guys. guys.